0: Good day, everyone. It's Steve Prada with Succession Secrets. And today's episode 60 is titled Always Propose a Rational Deal. Welcome to the Succession Secrets Podcast, where you can grow, groom, and graduate from your business in just seven minutes a day. And now, here is your host, Steve Prada. So, welcome back, Succession Seekers. And today, I would like to talk with you about deal making. And this topic came out this morning in conversation with one of my clients who is about to negotiate a deal with with a business partner. And we weighed the pros and cons of different options and different offers. And one of the offers that uh, my client came up with looked like a nice offer for him, but it was very hard to rationally uh, justify it. It was more of an emotionally formulated offer. It's something that my client felt that he deserved to get, but it, it, somehow it didn't make sense. And So we had this discussion about how to structure the offer and it recalled some of my memories as an investment banker of deals that worked out well and and deals that didn't work out well. And, And the deals that worked out well involved parties who were transparent with each other. They made offers that were based on logic and which could be presented as a fair offer and was perceived as fair because it was explained well. And even if the gap between the parties was big, If the logic and the fairness was perceived by the other party that gave a foundation for them to negotiate something and to get closer to each other, many people believe that negotiation is about pressuring the other party to give up their gains so that we can have our gains. But uh, this is the win lose approach to negotiation. And I'm not saying that in some cases it's not possible, but in most cases, people are not in a situation where they must do a deal at all costs, even if they give up their gains, they will do the deal if the deal is gonna be profitable for them. And to do a successful deal in that case is much more about listening and understanding the other party's needs. And of course, being clear on our own needs so that we can give everything to the other party that they need and in return, negotiate all the important bits that we need. So basically give, As much as possible of what they need and what we can dispense with and then extract the maximum concession in return on the points that we need of course it's also important that the first offer should be within a bridgeable margin of the expectation of the other party so it's important to understand before we make an offer to understand what the other party's expectations are If they are well out of proportion, then maybe we can manage their expectation by sharing information with them or having, before making an offer, having discussions with them and soften them up with information, sharing information. But when the offer is made, it has to be within a bridgeable gap because if it's out of that bridgeable gap, then it's not going to be seen to be a credible offer and it's not going to be seen as a starting point. So as an example, several years ago, I was working on a deal, which was the sale of an industrial company. And the industrial company was based on an old site. It was about 50-year-old site. And there was a history of that site that people didn't know. There was manufacturing going on. It was heavy metals were involved. So there was some contamination of the soil on the site. And also the building was quite old, so the electrical system was was old in the building and probably needed the replacement or repair. Now, the deal wasn't that big. It was about $6 million, but when the buyer made the offer, they made that a fair offer or something that was within the margin of toleration from the expectation of the seller. But some of the conditions attached to the offer were were seen to be unfair. And one of the conditions was to replace the, all the electrical wiring in the building at the cost of a million and a half dollars. And the other one was to replace the soil for another million and a half dollars. So essentially, half of the purchase price would have gone into a pool to fund these costs, these potential costs of replacing all the wiring and, and the environmental remediation costs. And the seller, he just couldn't accept the idea that half the purchase price would actually go away. So this was seen, this offer was seen to be unfair, even though from the perspective of the seller, it was, you know, they needed that. They didn't want an environmental risk. They wanted a a sound building with electrical wiring. So from their perspective, it was fair, but the seller didn't see it as fair. And and that basically put the deal in jeopardy. And then one of the parties, the buyer, they have to give up actually both conditions. And that made them look lose credibility. So they actually lost by asking for something which was not seen as reasonable, they lost credibility and they lost some negotiation points on other issues. So my point is that transparency and fairness and the appearance of fairness is extremely important because in order for a win-win deal to happen, the parties have to be a trust with each other. And the way to be a trust is to understand each other and to uh, make logical, rational demands from the other party and to be in the margin of reasonable negotiation. So if the other party's expectations are unreasonable, maybe no offer should be made until those expectations are managed down to a reasonable level. One of the advantages of employing an investment banker on a M&A deal is that the investment banker is removed. It's it's kind of a third party in the process, is not invested personally in the company. Of, Of course, they are invested in earning their fee, But they are motivated to find a solution, to understand both parties as deeply as possible so that they can broker a solution. They are not emotionally involved and they have a stake in understanding the other person. So to sum it up, if you're into making win-win deals, then listen to the other party, understand their needs, be clear on your own needs, give everything they need in order to get everything you want. You need. And if you are a business owner, it's probably advised to have someone involved in the negotiation on your behalf, maybe an investment banker who can be free of emotional attachment to the business and who will be able to look at rationally the arguments on both sides and help get closer to the other side. And probably the buyer needs an investment banker too. And the best deal is that we've done were brokered with investment bankers on both sides. So we had actually four brains, at least four brains thinking about the deal. It was the buyer, the seller, and the two business investment bankers. Each of them had a different perspective and that was the most productive outcome. So that's these are my ideas for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in and keep tuned in for upcoming episodes uh, tomorrow and the day after and every day. And if you like the show, please review us on iTunes. And until we speak, remember, your succession is success. Thank you for listening to the Succession Secrets Podcast. Make sure you check out SuccessionSecrets.com for archived podcasts and transcripts and IntrepCoaches.com. That's E-N-T-R-E-P Coaches.com to download your free copy of the Your Terms newsletter.